Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of EdgeGuard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe, games with a little asterisks next to it. Uh, my name is Jordan, and I'm uh, joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Blake. Hello. I'm here. Uh, Blake's with me today to talk about um, a uh, interactive virtual experience that uh, maybe stretches the uh, definition of game. Uh, so this is an art exhibition by a um, artist collective, um, I believe based out of Vienna, um, by the name of Room 69. Um, and we are, uh, we explored their, uh, uh, I think exhibition is the most descriptive term for what it is, but um, exhibition called Room 69. I'll talk about a little bit more about what that is in a moment. But before Well, I the get expedition... The ex, it's actually called I Wish You Were Not Here is the name of, of, of this, this particular yes. show that they've put on. Yes. Um, but before we jump into that, just going to shout out the uh, names of the creators uh, now um, while I'm thinking about it. So uh, Room 69 is a collective made up of Maximilian Prague, Hannah Neckel, uh, Josefa Edbauer, Brooklyn J. Pakathi, uh, Christian Anutoyu, and Lucas Dwarczak. And um, if, uh, actually, I definitely did mispronounce at least one of those, so <laughs> I, I apologize uh, to uh, the members of Room 69 uh, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, that's the those are the creators. So they have a few, um, uh, based on their website, it looks like they have uh, done a few collaborations together so far, so this isn't their first one, but this one is um, something something very different. So it's yeah, as Blake said, it's called "I Wish You Were Not Here," and the premise of this is that it all it's an exhibition that is located within Google Maps, uh, specifically mm. the um, uh, uh, Street View. Um, so what they did was they 3D scanned an abandoned space. Uh, it looks like some sort of just a abandoned. Uh, According three, three to the about page, building. it used to be a used to be a cinema, a uh, movie theater. Oh, I missed that. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. So they they scanned an abandoned movie theater and they filled it with um, uh, virtual artworks uh, of their their own design and sort of based on the layout of the space. Um, my impression, I don't actually know this for sure, but my impression is that it's kind of like um, a different artist sort of took charge of different uh, regions of the space because they have a, a sort of like uh, distinctive style and tone um, uh, throughout them. So it's got four uh, stories, which you navigate um, with a little uh, button in the bottom right of the screen. I didn't know, is this a thing in Google Street View normally? You can go up and down floors I did not know that if that was it, a thing. It, it it must be. I mean, it, I, it's there now. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think they added a feature for to, to Google Maps. <laughs> these these uh, you know art kids in Vienna. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I yeah. That's that. Well, I don't know. I thought maybe you know maybe you can add an add on or something. Uh, mm. No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, yeah. So apparently that's a feature, and um, <laughs> and there's four stories uh, labeled. Uh, it's like what 11, 33, 11, 69, 63, 69 and 77. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you just move through it with this standard street view uh, thing where you have just kind of like set locations where 
an image um, can render, and then you kind of move between them, uh, almost like you know movement in classic Myst games. Um, is there a name for that kind of movement for where it's like three dimensional but only from visible from certain locations? Nah, I, if there is, I don't know what it is. It's uh, like a thing that I feel like everyone has used. Well, it's more common in older games, but like yeah, I, I think it was more of a physical limitation or not physical, but you know, like hardware limitation of yeah, totally. I don't think it was a stylistic decision. We can't render decision, this in but, real, te- in but real time. But it doesn't have a name, like. FM, we have names for most things. I was just curious if there's. A name I mean, I think it's just early first person games have this thing where it's like fixed perspective first person. I don't, mm. I don't really know. Yeah, exactly yeah. what you'd call it, but I, I see what you mean. Where it's like, you know, it, it there are a bunch of positions, and each position, like in Mist, for example, can't you like looked around in the four like cardinal directions, kind of. I each? if I remember right, yeah. And then in, yeah. in later remasters, you could like look around in 360 degrees. And then in I later, mean, yeah, later no, it, remasters, you could actually move. Yeah, and the latest one, it's just like a first-person game, yeah, by my yeah. understanding. And I think they're remastering it again. So, <laughs> No, I mean, that one just came out like this year or last year. So I think that's probably the one you're thinking of. Oh, oh, I didn't know they finished it. Yeah, unless they're doing another one. Uh, didn't we talk about this like one month ago? I thought there was one in development. I mean, I, mean, has I been think it was in so development until like very recently. All right. I'm derailing the podcast <laughs> already. We're looking up this Mist remake. I swear <laughs> it came out like August 26, 2021. Well, what this has to be that? the one you're thinking of. I mean, that may, would make sense. This is I was I was messaging you about this like n- very recently. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Have you met me? <laughs> Usually, if you have a specific conversation, you'll remember that. That is a bold <laughs> assumption. <laughs> Okay, well, clearly you don't remember. So let's just get on with the podcast before Uh, I get angry. (laughs) Um, Yes, so that is what uh, I wish you were not here. um, um, So, um, yeah, I don't really know where to start with this because uh, it's very different. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious if you think there'd be any worth in reading the sort of... uh, there's an about page on the on their they have like a little blog or website for room 69 and there's an about page for this exhibition specifically uh i'm curious if you think it'd be worth uh reading this or or not to kind of like get a statement of intent (laughs) or Um, have you read this (laughs) uh yeah yeah i've read so i've read two of them there's a shorter one and a longer one i think the longer one which is like four paragraphs uh you know we will uh, yeah. we'll point it's the little... viewers to it uh, on their own. But yeah, we could read the shorter one. Um, Do you have the shorter one up? Uh, not, I have a shorter one. It, it says, uh, for their second show, I Wish You Were Not Here, uh, they, being Room 69, worked with the theme of virtual squatting, creating an exhibition by 3D scanning an abandoned space in the first district of Vienna and placing their digital artworks uh, in it. Um, well, this one's not really like an artist statement. It's more just a literal description of what it is. Yeah, which I think is fine. <laughs> um, okay, sure. Uh, and they say uh, the whole project was then published uh, on Google Maps, was available to experience through Google Street View. Documentation can be found on Solo Show. Yeah, so, which is where the more <laughs> in-depth sort of artist's statements reside. 
Yeah, is I'll, on that you know, solo I'll, show I'll page. read the, uh, the epigraph. This quote they have from, what should I look it up? It's a book about uh, uh, biology um, okay. from 1985 called Dialectical Biology or something like that. Um, mm. Actually, I, The Dialectical Biologist. Uh, and it says, uh, parts and wholes evolve in consequence of their relationship, and the relationship itself evolves. These are the properties of things that we call dialectical. That one thing cannot exist without the other, that one acquires its properties from its relation to the other, that the properties of both evolve as a consequence of their interpenetration. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, and then sort of based on the artist statement, it seems like the kind of like core idea they are trying to or they were thinking about when designing this space is like things being related to each other or like the sense of uh being feeling related to a space or something like this mm-hmm. um i guess um, i guess yeah <laughs> i would say I, I would say it's a it's a pretty i don't want to say it's loose i don't think that it's i'm i'm not going to say that it wasn't carefully considered um i would say it's very open to your interpretation as you as Mm -hmm. you go and i think having a lot of people involved like it's a high concept thing and then the, the it is very loosely organized or seemingly loosely organized uh as you explore this space so uh, it's a little bit hard while walking through it to feel like there's a very specific, uh, you know, thematic structure or anything. Yeah. Partially because I think part of it being in Google Street View is it's not sequenced in any way. Uh, yeah. You kind of totally. like I sort of tried to start at the what I felt like was the beginning and you know, explore each floor and then go up to the next floor after I felt like I'd seen pretty much everything on, on that floor. Um, and even, even trying to do that, I didn't feel like there was a particular, you know, like story or thread carrying me all the way through. I think there, there definitely, uh, I mean, I think it's clear the different, uh, pieces that are by different people. It's, it's clear as you walk around on the, uh, on each floor, like, Oh, that, inside out looking human flesh thing uh, is probably by the person who did that other inside out looking human flesh thing on the other floor that I saw Um, or the sort of, you know, like uh, photo or not photo. I don't even know how you would describe it. They're like uh, digitally scanned images of like a, of, of people of, of women. I feel like those were all felt probably like they were uh, related um, but then there's, there's also like the space itself, uh, which is clearly like, I mean, we know as much by reading the description that is a real life space, uh, that they did some sort of photo scanning, uh, or, you know, digital three dimensional scan to basically like make a 3d model out of a real space. Uh, and it's definitely, uh, I think purpose both purposefully and just by the nature of like whatever digital scanning technology they use it's 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 a fucked up looking space you know yeah the the walls don't don't hold together there are there are gaps in it and it's Mm -hmm. uh, craggy it kind of looks like a a a video game 
uh, environment that's slowly uh, like rotting and dissolving. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like the dream level of you know many games, <laughs> like yeah, the level yeah, where, where you go into your character's unconscious. Uh, yeah, and, and there's just like weird the, shit the, floating the, around. The, yeah, um, yeah, and another. I mean, I think you know, uh, dreamlike and words like dreamlike and trippy are overused, but in this case, I think sure. they are. Um, there's something literally uh accurate about them and the thing in particular that uh, gives me that sense is they they liked to there's multiple places where they take um uh objects sometimes entire objects sometimes just like a a sort of uh aspect of an object and kind of fuck it up in ways that you can kind of tell what the origin is um and kind of not mm. and uh, it gives a weird it gives that sort of you know weird dreamlike feeling of like uh things that are familiar thing being from strange. the real yeah yeah thing from the real world but in a context but is or, wrong in some way yeah 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 totally like the I one think. the one i noticed was um the boston dynamics uh four-legged robot thing did you see that <laughs> the cop the cop robot yeah. yes the cop robot um uh, you know, very, very noticeable, like, uh, very, um, distinct and recognizable, um, sort of icon, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's all weird and, uh, melty in this. And then there are a few other places like that. Some things weren't as, um, immediately identifiable, like, um, just one example that jumped to, jumped to mind the, the floor and the wall in some places would suddenly become what looked like public bathroom tile it's just weird how it would kind of like pop out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I sort of wondered if that was uh, from the original space or if that had been added on. But but there's just yeah, a, a lot of that sort of feeling. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting how it it's almost indiscernible at sometimes the difference between like uh, weird artifacts or glitches in this this sort of like photo scanning of the space uh versus like art being applied to that space after the fact mm-hmm. um i think there are quite a few spots where uh i think the the image quality is kind of like grainy enough and they they kind of like put this filtering over over everything that to kind of like blend it all together which i think mm-hmm. is which i think is sneaky but effective uh as a way to kind of like tie everything together and make it seem like it exists in real space together or, or it did exist in real space together. Um, and I think, I think, I think that's interesting. I I can't, I'm, I'm very curious the amount of time that went into this thing because it seems like probably a lot. Yeah. Uh, There is like like a, a lot of, um, a remarkable amount of detail in some of the, the places and also sort of makes you wonder how much of it is like, uh handcrafted how much of it is like some effect was applied to something real how much of it Mm. yeah like a lot of it it really kind of um hides its origins in a lot of ways like the you can't it just you know a lot of the different aspects of this space uh seem simultaneously like they're just a picture of something and also completely pulled out of someone's brain and also somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I mean, like, even even just thinking about how long it would take to, like, image scan this space, which, like, is not small. It is it is a yeah, large. It's like a large <laughs> four-story <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it was easy. And, like, the other thing is you, you have to, like, have enough light in that space for, like, cameras to pick it up. And and I'm, I'm going to guess that that's probably uh, why certain like certain pieces of, I mean like large chunks of the wall are just missing it's just that like they couldn't get enough light in there because you'd basically have to like fill it with floodlights and I can't imagine this <laughs> like abandoned building uh you know has uh, electricity hooked up to it still but I mean for all I know it may it might yeah. um who knows but I mean it just seems like a lot of of work to go through in uh you know which is commendable, I would say. I think. I think. Yeah, for a, sure. As much as it's like, um, I mean, I definitely think reading their statement of intent, uh, it's definitely kind of like high-minded. Uh, you know, art. Uh, let me put it this way: I get the feeling that these are uh, art students, let's say, <laughs> uh, and they're, uh, you know, really excited about making art. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's, I, I think it's, I, I, I think it's a cool space. You know, for sure. Um, and a lot of effort and care was clearly uh, put into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, one thing I wanted to um, uh, do was just kind of like summarize um, my impression of, uh, I was curious if you were doing something similar, but I, I felt like a lot of the floors had like an object or a theme that was easily summarizable in a few words and uh, I started mm. writing them down just as mnemonic devices. So when we were talking about it, I could remember which floor we're talking about. But I huh. thought they were amusing, so I thought I would just read them. And I'm curious if these uh, impressions align with your impressions of the spaces. So working from the top floor down. Top floor mm. is uh, the petrified pe tentacular flytrap. Um, then floor 69 is Ivan Ooze. Uh, floor 33 has the shiny clay lady and the toothpaste mushrooms. And the bottom floor has the glass blown Cronenbergs. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I, I feel like there are a lot of glass blown Cronenbergs. <laughs> but the biggest ones are on the bottom floor. Yeah, those are scattered throughout. But the, um, there's a couple of very prominent ones on the first floor. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, I would say I <laughs> I definitely wasn't ascribing themes because it seemed like uh like I said before, it seemed like there were there were clearly like some works like the 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 what the ones you're describing that are like uh the glass blown Cronenbergs, which I feel like is describing the ones where it like looks like a mannequin on their hands and knees with like yeah, you're right that it does look like blown glass, sort of these tentacle looking tendrils of stuff yeah like you know if like the surface, exploding out of their back yeah if the surface wasn't glassy they would look like something out of a cronenberg film um, that's true although there are a few things in this game that are in this experience that look straight up like they're out of a cronenberg film yeah without, that's true you know although i think the, i do think this sort of like i mean famously isn't cronenberg famous for doing practical effects so like yeah. I think the uh, this space they really um, lean into the sort of stuff looking digital, so that's the sort of yeah. biggest difference. But um, but right. yeah, other than that, I totally agree. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say other than it being digital, still upset, like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, unpleasant to look at, make me uncomfortable in a similar way. Yes, you know what I mean? Some of some of um, it. Yeah, the the like weird, goopy flesh looking stuff definitely made me go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't I didn't I wasn't really uh, prescribing a particular theme, which like maybe this is a, a personal problem, but I, I'm like. I have never been great at like, like going to an art museum. I, I, I consider myself a person who likes art and can appreciate art, but something <laughs> about like going to a, like an art museum. I, I, I guess I'm just you. I, I think I'm used to like the mode of like being a kid on a field trip where it's just like walk around and look at the cool pictures that I'm not like, I find it hard to get in that space of like, what does all this mean? What is the connection here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, and so, so I'm kind of just like, uh, it's kind of just like going through a digital fun house for me of, uh, you know, weird, uh, like you said, trippy is overused, but definitely trippy shit and kind of uh, doing my best to sort of uh, evaluate the, the, the quality of, of, <laughs> what's on display and also just trying to enjoy the visuals of, of everything. Cause I mean, I do, I think there are some really cool, like striking visuals going on in here. Yeah. Um, Then I was going to say follow up question. Then did you have a favorite uh exhibit or object or floor or anything like that? Uh, It's extremely lame, but I like that one diamond on the roof that you can go inside and you can look out from the diamond. I thought that was pretty cool. Diamond. Yeah, there's like a weird diamond thing. There, there are two of them, and one of them has like a, a perspective viewpoint that's inside this diamond, uh, and you can you can. I don't know look. if I saw that. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. Let's see. also those. I did really like the Boston Dynamics robot. Just I thought because he was fun. It was very recognizable, although there was some stuff going on on that robot's back that I didn't understand. I was trying to figure out what it was. And I think that actually is brings me kind of to another uh, thing that I wanted to mention that, like, I think part of what makes this exhibit interesting is that um, you, it, unlike an actual art exhibit, you can't get every single angle and you can't get up as close and yeah. look really closely at everything. Uh, there's, I'm not sure if this is just, like, strictly a limitation of, uh, Google Maps or or what exactly, uh, but sometimes it's like I want to get a better look at something and I just can't. And I kind of like that, you know what I mean? At first, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I wanted to get a better look, but I'm like, but it, it I think it it uh, it upholds the sort of like bizarre mystery of this place that it's like, oh, I can see that there's a you know a 3D model of a woman sitting on something, but I, I want to go get a closer look and see what she's up to, but I just can't. There's no way to go and stand at the place where I want to look or, or for example, those big pink motorcycles, they have a bunch of text written on them, but it's like kind of small. Yeah. Uh, and some of that text you just cannot read because you can't get to the right spot. <laughs> and I, I, it's, I find that interesting, you know, like yeah. why can't, why can't I read that? What does it say? I want to know what it says. I do think um, that that feeling is also kind of well suited to something that takes place inside Google street view. Cause I feel like right. Google street view, it, a lot of the fun is like feeling like you're, uh, sort of hacking your way into a space you're not supposed to see. <laughs> like, sure, like, sure. Like, oh, I can just see into this person's backyard. Like, <laughs> right, um, right. And I mean, like, speaking of that, 
how the hell did they do this? How did they how did they get it in Google Street View, Jordan? I yeah, want to know. That, do you- this is something we had talked about when we decided to do this uh, for our game for the week, and I mm-hmm. did not uh, figure it out. There's not as big a of a, a press profile for this exhibit as I was uh, hoping, because I feel like that's the sort of thing that if I could find an article about this, uh, they would address. But no, I did not yeah. find any. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was, I was hoping when they, when I found like, oh, there's a documentation page. I was hoping that they would be like, hey, here's our process of how we made this thing, um, which is not what that that site is. It's you know much more like we sort of alluded to earlier. It's much more about a sort of like statement of intent of this space and the pieces within it, um, which is, uh, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. I, f- I feel like part of the, uh, the allure and mystery of it is that like, I don't know how they did this. That's neat. Uh, and it makes, it's part of what makes it unique is that it's like, I didn't know that this was a thing that could be done, uh, <laughs> until I found this and was like, Oh shit, we should do a podcast about this because I don't know how it was done. Um, but I would be very interested to see, like, is that just a thing? Is Are they exploiting some feature of Google Maps where it's like, oh, map the inside of your business by taking a bunch of pictures of the inside, and then you can have people go on a virtual tour of it? Um, or yeah. is, well, it does, are, are they doing some sort of, like, it, was there hacking involved? Is there is there some sort of, you know, like... Uh, well, you can't hack Google. Well, I mean, you can, but... I mean, somebody probably, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did uh, just look it up and you can, um, Google does have support for, it looks like anyone um, submitting uh, 360 degree photos with the Street View app. Um, mm. uh, yeah. Okay, so these are just... Map publish your photo may show up on Maps soon. So I would guess there's some sort of, I mean, knowing uh, Google probably light, but probably some, like, uh, supervision. I'm sure Google reserves the right to take down images. But mm. it seems like, yeah. Yeah, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's like you know, Google photo, you can link all your images to say what place they're from. So I I guess this is just an extension of that. You can say, I took a 3d photo at this exact coordinates. And then, uh, by doing that a bunch of times, you can kind of link them together into a space that people Mm -hmm. can explore. Um, Yeah. The thing that's interesting to me is that, I mean, the floors seem like they were created by the, um, by room 69 themselves. I mean, one of the floors is 69. Um, right. So right. it seems like um, that wasn't Google that made those floors. So then the question is, does, so the submitter just gets to to do that? I don't know. It's very, I, I don't know either, man. Well, actually, now Me- that I'm looking data. at it, if I'm inside, if I'm inside the exhibit on uh, Google Maps, uh, it does say, user maximilian prague who's one of them yeah i did i did see that so some, something i don't know something in, either way an interesting use of of uh google maps uh, this sure. thing you're very we're very familiar with of like oh hey you can go around to any place in the world and explore it and and i i do agree with what you said earlier that there's an element to google maps of like the computer trying to 
like take an image taken from outer space and like three Dify it. Uh, and there's <laughs> sort of like a surreal bizarreness to like, uh, you know, the, the combination of Google street view and Google earth to kind of like create this weird, um, map of the world that has clearly been, you know, like AI digitally, uh, sewn together to try and make it look really convincing. And if you go to like a really well-known landmark, then perhaps it's going to look really good. But if you're just going <laughs> in some random side alley, uh, you can find some, some weird shit. And, and like this, this definitely seems like it, 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 it's in keeping with the, the idea that you could stumble into some weird <laughs> corners of the web that, uh, or of, you know, the Google maps, that you could stumble into this space and be like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yes. Uh, stumbling seems like the key word. <laughs> yeah, definitely stumble. I wonder like, could, could someone just has, did someone just stumble in here? Could you just, you know, be playing geo guesser and be in the be middle like, of the, the digital or, or <laughs> how the hell thing, am I supposed to guess where this is? The thing I want is that, uh, somebody, um, is like trying to get to something on that street and accidentally drops a oh, pin God. in the exhibit. Yeah, yeah, in front of a Cronenbergy monster. Yeah, it probably, uh, depending on who you are, might freak you out. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be freaked out. I would say the overall vibe of this thing definitely skews unsettling. <laughs> yeah, skews freaky. <laughs> I would say for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, <laughs> part of it is that it's just like, you know, an abandoned building, but then also they're just like people laying around with their eyes closed. Are they dead? Who can say? And then, of Who course, there's say? the aforementioned Cronenberg to people with goop going on, a pink motorcycle. Yeah, it certainly doesn't seem like they're healthy, these Cronenberg uh, to goop people. No, I don't think, I don't think what's happening to them is good, <laughs> but who knows? Who can Maybe say? Maybe that goop is exfoliating who 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 can say <laughs> yes i hope so um all right let me see if i had any other uh notes um i think that's it did you have anything else about uh room 69 i i wish i wish i had more i wish i could uh synthesize ideas about <laughs> uh you know like what's going on here i think clearly like I said, w based on reading that statement of intent, these people had like, you know, a lot of uh, big ideas, maybe not big ideas, but, you know, they're they're putting a lot of thought into this space uh, and effort for sure. And like the effort I can see and recognize, but uh, the thought I'm just having a little I had a little bit of a hard time connecting with like artistically, thematically what was supposed to be maybe going on here, which I think is fine. I think. Uh, you can enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely space. the. I would put it in the category of art that's, you know, meant to be experienced more than uh, analyzed. So I think. Yeah, I, think I mean, your, your I, I should hope so. Given is, uh, is appropriate to the object. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right in that it's like, <laughs> why else would you build like a digital space that people can explore, you know, in Google Maps on their home computer if not for it to be sort of like. An, an interactive experience you know what i mean because yeah uh, that's what it is i think that's an um kind of inherent to it so yeah it's a very interesting very interesting thing i'd be curious to see it actually uh one other comment that i forgot about until just now was that it did kind of uh remind me of that um 
that weird house listing uh from last year that uh you know unfolded like a like a walking simulator where the deeper you went into this like house the more like weird mysteries you found out about it being basically like a uh amazon (laughs) warehouse for stolen goods um this this although very different and uh uh clearly much more uh purposeful um in that it, it wasn't just by happenstance that this place was uh you know, created and became an explorable space, but it had a similar feeling to me of like, um, using like a, a technology that's meant for a sort of like strictly practical purpose being repurposed into, uh, an interactive space that can have, uh, that can add interesting meaning, uh, and give you, a uh, uh, an exciting or, uh, just cool experience. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I thought, I thought it was cool to kind of compare those two, like, you know, this house listing that sort of like was just meant to try and sell this property, but instead engaged the imagination of like millions of people as they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on in this strange house, mm. um, versus this where clearly, you know, there was some intent. I mean, not some intent. There was a lot of intent to say, well, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna create this, you know, digital space to explore and, uh, fill it with our art and sort of make it bizarre and uh, a little bit unnerving and sort of lean into the to the fragmented uh, messed up aspect of it uh, I don't know I, they're they're two very different experiences uh, but I couldn't help being reminded of the other when yeah when no totally I think one, that so. that comparison makes a lot of sense and also I it occurs to me you know they're they both feel very uh you know, artifacts of the time of COVID, right? Like that. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> and the the le- the first one, um, more just because it sort of went viral because everyone was you know uh-huh. on the internet. But this one, I it's plausible to me that perhaps they even uh, got the inspiration for it because actual museum spaces were locked down. Yeah. So maybe maybe yeah, that's that be- kind of why they were. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they would have done it anyways, but. It certainly yeah, feels yeah, kind be, of like an artifact of its time for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know if, I mean, because certainly most of this art would be much more difficult to uh, produce in the physical world. You know, like those Cronenbergy sculptures would be pretty hard to make in real life. And uh, hell, for all I know, they are made in real life and and scanned in. I, I don't get that feeling, but um yeah, it's it was it's it's interesting, man. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, if we don't have anything else to say about this, which I don't, do you? I uh, no, we have uh, we have reached the end of my notes. So, uh, I guess we can go ahead and talk about the game that we will play next time. So, we're going to be playing a game called Courage, the video game by Neither <laughs> Nathan on Itch, um, which uh, is a game that claims to be a uh, the result of a game the creator found uh, in an old hard drive they bought at a yard sale. Although I think this is a um, a bit, not a uh, factual uh, thing. Yeah. You know, we'll find out. But uh, um, yeah, so it's it is a um, it's sort of a game designed to seem like it was an actual PlayStation One uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog game. So. Um, it seems 
like it has some uh, elements to it that it is not being honest about that will be revealed in the course of playing. So that's kind of what uh, intrigued us about it. So um, I won't say more than that because I don't know. I don't know more than that. So um, if you want to uh, Can't wait for you to eat your words when this is, <laughs> is actually really a long lost courage. The cowardly I mean, that dog would be sweet. And I've 1. made a point of, uh, you know, not exploring further to find out. But um, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you want to find out uh, the truth of that alongside us, uh, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. Um, that's where we'll tweet out uh, that episode when we um, once we've recorded it, as well as uh, Twitter handle for the creator and um, a link to the game so you can play it yourself. So if you're interested in getting those kind of updates um, about the podcast, go ahead and follow us there uh, at EdgeGuardCast. Um, and then also, if you have thoughts about the episode, um, we'd love to hear from you. So you can send us a message on Twitter or you can uh, send us an email um, at edgeguardpodcast at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll play Courage uh, next time and we will talk to you then.